Welcome. To Arcade Audio. week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Babies are weird. So is the theme of this uh, this ah, episode. Uh, very, very good. Nice, nice. Okay. Okay. I am minorly predisposed. Predisposed? What? Disposed? <laughs> Disposed of? I feel like I'm drunk. I am like half reclining in my chair on the couch slash the movies um, with a 19-pound sack of potatoes in my lap known as Jillian Eliza Mullet. Um, I'm saying she was weird because like when she sleeps, her eyes are closed, but like they're not closed like like an adult's eyes. Like when we sleep, our eyes are fully closed. Like you can still see that her eyes are a little bit open and like they're like rolled in the back of her head almost and she just looks like like glassy-eyed and kind of, like, out of it. Because she's, she's asleep. She's she's sleeping. She's a baby. She doesn't know. It's just weird. Like, babies don't even know how to sleep right. No, they don't know anything. Babies are idiots. Jillian's not an idiot. Well, no, she's not an idiot. No, she's not. She knows how to get her way. Huh. She's a little brat. Yeah, she is a brat upon brats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's the best. She's really great. She is. We love her. Uh, it is... Wednesday, August 19th. Did you just seriously say it was Wednesday? <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> Why did you say Wednesday? Because I've had a really long week. <laughs> Why would it be Wednesday? I don't know. That was incredibly weird. It's Saturday. Okay, maybe, maybe I need to step up here and, and take, take charge. It is Saturday. I August just had 19, a stroke. 2017. 2013. What? <laughs> it is Jupiter, <laughs> March seven ninety four. It is. I don't know what just happened there. Saturday, August nineteenth. Oh boy! Uh, we are back here on the podcast. If, which, if you're new to the podcast, normally what happens here is we don't slowly but surely croak while we discuss <laughs> a film. Um, we just discuss the movie that either randomly drew or nominated. Um, we talk about our lives. We talk about the film. Our experiences, our thoughts, our dreams, et cetera, et cetera, and yada, yada, yada. Um, you still have dreams? You know what's really funny? Not really. I honestly can't remember the last time. I can't remember a dream from a while ago because now, like, sleep is so precious. I know. Is, is that an honest-to-God thing? Well, I've I'm never... i I've never... You never, you never remember dreams. I've never remembered dreams. I was always really good at black. It's always, like, just... Black, like I go to sleep, it's black, wake up. Yeah. I always it's still much, like that. I always pretty much had consistent dreams, but now, 
Like, when she wakes up in the middle of the night and I try to wake up to, like, help you or, like, do something with it. <laughs> or just look at me and go back to sleep. No, but, like, the reason why is my eyes are so <laughs> heavy. Like, I can't even explain. That's how my eyes always are, though. But like, my, my everyone's always like, are you middle, okay? In the middle of the night, if I were to wake up or, like, something awakes, oh, like, I kind of, it's, it would normally be fine. <laughs> now, it is such a fucking effort. Well, to open my eyes. There was, uh, like, what was well, okay, so two weeks yesterday. ago, I honestly couldn't even do it. Like, Chris, I'm like, I'm awake, but I just can't open my eyes. Well, like, yesterday, you'd fallen asleep on the couch with Jillian. I was out. You were out. And I'm wonderful. awake. I was so peaceful. And I'm awake, and I'm, doing, I'm trying to get things done. I go to switch over the laundry, and I thought I stepped into the bathtub by accident. Our entire hallway. Your water had, broke again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, our entire hallway was covered in water, and I, it was coming from the air conditioner, and I come in, I'm like, Chris, Chris, I need you, wake up. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I said, Chris, it's emergency. Something's wrong with the air. <laughs> I don't even know. I was out. It took you, like, a good, solid ten minutes to get yourself together. It's just, sleep is so precious because of everything we've been through for the past nine months with her and like when you get it and it's good and you're comfortable like you are out like see i don't i still don't know what that means like i have not experienced that kind of sleep so yet. i've had it a few well even no even like i sleep, haven't slept well in the last 18 months the, the sleep that i get oh. is, the sleep that i get is so fucking awesome and then it's interrupted in like three four hours and it's like ah oh, fucking god damn it and it's just 18 months yeah. of no sleep but Honestly, I can't remember having a dream. I couldn't even tell you when the last time was because it's just like, okay, fucking sleep. Don't focus on anything else. <laughs> just sleep. Just pass out. I don't want to imagine out. anything else. Yeah, right? I just want to enjoy the, the sleep. Yeah. It's like one minute, what's <laughs> old Mitch Hedberg joke? One minute, um, um, awake next, I'm building a go-kart with my ex-landlord. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, fuck that. I yeah, just want to yeah, sleep. Yeah, exactly. Give me the emptiness. Yeah. Um... Well, besides that, I don't think we have anything else really to discuss. No other new movies. Oh, one thing, uh, uh, our unscrupulous means of watching movies should be back today. Yes. Yeah, that should be back. So, worst case scenario, we can always do that or something. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's jump right into it. Yeah, um, let's do it. This was a, a movie that I I gave you the choice for, nominated. Yes, um, one of my favorites. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't met a person who hasn't liked this movie. Um, if you don't like The Incredibles, go fuck yourself. Um, and I'm and I'm excited because there is a sequel coming out to it, and it's kind of on our movies, uh, like our, our superhero movies, if you will, um, kick that we're on with our argument on Unbreakable, whether that was a superhero sure. movie or not. Um, but I, you know, I chose this because of Samuel L. Jackson and... The job, the good job I think he does. So, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. I read? Uh, it's your movie, you read. Okay, The Incredibles. The Incredibles is quite literally the perfect family film. We're going to say incredible. Says like, Clay Smith, The Insider. From the creative minds behind the Toy Story films and Ratatouille comes this hilarious, action-packed animated adventure about a seemingly ordinary family with an incredible secret. Experience it like never before on Blu-ray High Definition. Known to the world as superheroes Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl, 
Bob Parr and his wife Helen were among the world's greatest crime fighters, saving lives and battling evil on a daily basis. Fifteen years later, they have been forced to adopt civilian identities and to retreat to the suburbs to live normal lives with their three kids, Violet, Dash, and Jack-Jack. Itching to get back into action, Bob gets his chance when a mysterious communication summons him to a remote island for a top-secret assignment. He soon discovers that it will take a super-family effort to rescue the world from total destruction. Exploding with fun and exciting bonus features available only on Blu-ray, this spectacular four-disc combo pack is the edge-of-your-seat entertainment for everyone. That was a really long back-of-the-box. Who needs that much explanation as to what The Incredibles is right? to determine if they're going to buy it? This is a four-disc set because, well, one disc is a digital copy, one's a DVD, one's a Blu-ray, one's a Blu-ray bonus. Uh, Blast Down, one a bonus that is not on this. I originally had the DVD version of this after it first came out because this is one of my favorite Pixar movies. Um, and actually, I'll tell a funny story about it later. Um, I had the DVD version and it has an extra, it was like The Adventures of Mr. Incredible and it's like a old school 70s style cartoon. Mm-hmm. But specifically, I don't remember, the scene in Pulp Fiction where... Uh, uh, Colonel Coons visits a young Butch. The cart, you know, the cartoon that like Butch is watching, yes. where it's like offensively Asian stereotype, and like the human mouths are over. Yes, it's like that, and the voices are fucking terrible on purpose. Um, and then there's another version of it where they have uh, Craig T. Nelson and Samuel Jackson as Mr. Incredible and Frozone doing commentary on it, and it's fucking hilarious. That sounds Me really good. Me and my good. roommate in college, Keaton, watched it all the time. With Mr. Skipper Doo. They had like a bunny sidekick for no reason. That's so funny. And Samuel Jackson's just like, what's this bunny doing here? It's fucking great. I'll, I had it on my phone last night, and we both fell asleep, so we'll watch it after we're done recording. But, um, yeah, this was the first Pixar movie I saw in theaters uh, as an adult. Technically. I mean, this came out when we were 17 years old. It came out in 2004. You were not an adult. I've, I wasn't an adult until nine months ago. Um, <laughs> it's true. But the only other Pixar movies I'd seen in theaters were, were Toy Story 1 and 2. Never saw Bugs Life. Never saw um, Monsters, Inc. Never oh, saw like, whatever else came before this. Um, like that whole generation of Pixar movies. Um, but this one was the first one I was like... This kind of feels different, and then that's when the love of Pixar really came. I remember sitting in theaters watching this, and just was so fucking into it. Because mm-hmm. it is, it is, it is a superhero movie mixed with the magic of Disney animation, specifically Pixar. Um, let's address the elephant in the room. It's Watchmen, um, essentially. Not Watchmen. It's a combination of Watchmen and... Fantastic Four. Well, yeah. Well, yes, if you want to get that way. So it's a combination of Watchmen, Fantastic Four, and, um... Well, it didn't exist then, but I guess you want to say, like, you know, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. But still, like... All of the above. Watchmen is superheroes are forced to, you know, sign this agreement where they can no longer be superheroes. That's fucking... Yeah. That's what this is. Um, I, I knew this before I knew Watchmen, though. Um, yeah, and it's, thank God it's finally getting a sequel, because God knows we've gotten Pixar sequels we didn't need, and this 
is one that I really am excited for. I mean, this I mean, this is such a great movie. This was the first Pixar humans movie, if you will. It's like the only one that has like blood in it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's just I think it that actually it, skews older too. It because definitely skews older. It's 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 PG and it's a deserve it. I think PG. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's got elements. a lot of adult humor and things mm-hmm. like that. But I think it's really great for the kids, and I love the story because it's about family and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just an enjoyable movie. It's funny. Brad Bird is really Brad good. Bird's and it's our second Brad Bird because we also did Ratatouille. Yeah, and this is our third Pixar movie we've done. We did Ratatouille and we did Inside Out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Wally. So it's our fourth. He's, in the, he's up right up there. So yeah, so um, this, to me, again, I think we've done this a lot with Pixar movies. Sorry. Oh, okay, good. Um, I think this is... That's hard to equate it in terms of ranking. One, two, three. I think this would be my fourth. It would be number four on my list for Pixar movies. Of the ones that we've watched? No, like, uh, like of all the Pixar movies. Oh, of all the ones yeah, ever? Yeah, of what we've watched, this would be number two. For me. Wally, incredible. And then it would be Inside Out, then Ratatouille. I think I would agree with that. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, I love, I love this, this movie. I said, there's nothing really wrong with it. Like, this was my favorite, this was my favorite until Wally. Yeah, this was my favorite for a long time. And, and the sad thing is, I think it's one that people forget about. Because it's been Because it's been years. so long. Yeah, it's been so, oh God. That made my stomach hurt, because you said we were 17 when this came out, oh, yeah, and we, you just said it's been 13 years, yeah, and now I have, like, on it. Yep. an ache in my belly. Oh, my God. Ow. We were seniors in high school. Spendic, my spendix. Yeah, we were seniors in high school. My spleen is going to burst. My splendix. My splendix. It sounds like um, a villain in this movie. <laughs> I'm splendix. No, I mean... And, I confuse organs. And I think... <sighs> I think that, um... I think... <laughs> that was really bad. I don't know if his character is that he's just dumb and doesn't know what organs are which, and that confuses the hero. But how can you... That's not my clavicle. That's my nose. Oh, shit. And then, like, he, like, gets the upper hand. Or, like, he can switch organs inside of you. I think that's the more... That's, like, real villainous, though. Uh, yeah, that's, like, insane. Like, oh, yes, your heart is wonderful. Now what's your toe? Like, you know... And but then... your toe's not an organ, though. Well, not like organs, but like body parts. No, but you said organs. Parts. You said organ. Oh, all right. I, you didn't correct me when I said clavicle and nose. Oh, I didn't. You're right. <laughs> so, so fuck you. You know, you didn't go along on this journey with me. You already, you're already in the backseat. Um, I, I am out of the car on the side of the road because... <laughs> you're waiting I, for AAA to pick you up on this podcast. I have just been out of it. Like Stroke City over here. You should point out it's 6.15 in the <laughs> afternoon. It's not like our and normal... I'm not the one who worked today. Nope, I worked. Um, I'm the one that has the baby on me. Look, it's anyway, been a rough... Anyway, a splendix. <laughs> no, I, I think that you can't really talk about this movie without talking about the characters and the performances. So I think that... Sure. Well, we let's really also... should just get into it. Well, I, I, I do want to... We always kind of have like a... An overarching, like, real world type discussion with... with oh. The movies we cover. So my question was going to be in oh, that yes. in that regard was, what do you think with everything we have going on in the world? Um, and again, we don't talk about 
political issues on this podcast. I mean, we can. No, 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 no. We can. This is an escape for people to enjoy themselves. They don't want to hear, you know, everything else. But what do you think the world would be like if we legitimately had superheroes? Oh, my God. Ex- like, well, okay, so when you to, ask that question... Yeah, you're probably going to It has. You have to tell me what... You have to tell me which universe is it. Is it the universe... That superheroes are oh, among so us, like everyone is a superhero. No, no, no. Some I, people are, and like they're out, and I they're. Thought you, I thought you're gonna. <laughs> they're out. Like no, like superhero like, pride rallies. Um, no, I thought you're gonna ask a different question, like what time frame were we talking about? Like, because I, I think like when we were children, and this is not just from like an innocent standpoint, but from like the late '80s, early '90s, it would have been like the coolest fucking thing to be a superhero, and they would have been like pop culture icons. And but right, like, right. nowadays, superheroes would either like. Be forced into hiding because of well, some that's what fucking I'm bullshit. Is it going to or... be, is it like, because this is also very similar to like X-Men and, sure. the, and the vein that that ends up taking sure. with mutants. Is it like that where they do make them go into let's hiding say... and supers are, are actually people who need secret identities no, or is it well, one where superheroes are celebrated and... Both, both. Because I, th- I think that, I think there's different layers to that. So, you know, if it was, if it was a kind of thing where, number one... Really, secret identities would with technology and everything nowadays, and like fuck it, it wouldn't be possible. Superheroes, I'm pretty sure you would know what their identities are. Batman's still Batman. Batman, everyone like. But with a, what? Really? What? A lot of fucking people know who Batman is. <laughs> Only because he told them. Yeah, because he wanted to get in their pants. <laughs> so anyway, let's be honest. Batman, like the first thing is like, "Hey, you want to come back to my place?" No, he no. doesn't use his Batman voice. Well, that's, well, that's clue number one. <laughs> He's doing that. You kind of sound like Batman. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, I'm Batman. How about that pussy? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, well, I was more so insinuating that uh, it's just, like, superheroes, whether they are secret enemies or not, like, the world has them for whatever cases it may be. Like... Like, nowadays, it would be a fucking disaster, I feel like. To the point where you'd have to do something like this for their protection. Because then you'd have crazy fucking people. Like the, you have it anyway. That's what I'm saying. But especially even on top of, like, this ain't right. We have people that can lift fucking cars above their head. And you have people that can, that can you know, breathe. I don't, want, I don't want no goddamn person breathing ice in my face. Like, stuff like that. Like, people are so... <sighs> racism is racism is racism. That's what I'm saying. Like, would matter. we have people racist against fucking superheroes? Yeah. That are, have... You have people who hate Jews because they're Jews. You have people who hate blacks because they're black. You have people who hate Muslims because they're... Like, you have people who hate be- just because. People hate women because they're women. Like, people hate uh, some people because... They want the right to choose whether or not they would want an abortion. Like right, right now, what is one thing that everybody likes? Let's come up with one thing that it, you would be extremely hard pressed to find somebody that was like, "Fuck it." A great movie, right? <laughs> but now no. it's gone. No. Trump's America. No, I was thinking like I was trying to think, and I'm like. The first thing I thought was cheese. I'm like, oh, there's people that are lactose intolerant. Like, who the fuck doesn't like cheese? And I'm like, yeah, some people, like, they just, no thanks. You know? That's true. Um, my next thing was Tom Hanks. <laughs> there's ever been one person that's like, hey, Tom Hanks, middle finger, buddy. 
I'm sure. I'm sure there's some versions like the overrated. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what is it? Is there one thing? No. There's not one thing that could unite this world. Monkeys? Who doesn't like a good monkey? I mean, have you ever had a monkey bite your finger off? What to believe? Okay. My grandfather's uncle. Oh, God. You actually have a story here. I do. <laughs> I was like, what, is, what reference is My this? grandfather's uncle had, a, had a zoo. <laughs> No, he had he had like um he had like the uh like the attractions and stuff like mm-hmm. the rifle range and everything and there's like a little petting zoo and one of the animals he had was Jimmy the monkey and he was in a cage and everything and this little boy had been playing there and he bit this little boy's finger. That little boy does not like monkeys anymore. Uh, at Mary W Movies, uh, hashtag everybody likes and then tell us what everybody likes. Let's and I'll with, find the reason why up, everyone doesn't let's come like up with them. the one thing that we can actually reunite every everybody with. Um, balloons? Nah, because balloons can scare people. Also, like, balloons are unnecessary. I saw a kid at Publix today uh, when I get, was getting a, a drink at work. And he had, was walking up with him, I'm like, what, what the fuck you? Like, <laughs> you had to be happy today because you got a balloon? Like, that doesn't do anything. It does actually end up killing the environment. Because people let them go and they go up in the sky and then they... Deflate, go into yeah. the ocean, and animals. I was already thinking about it. Like, when them. she's a baby, or when, when she's like old enough to like appreciate like balloons, she's like, can I get a balloon? I'll be like, no. no. Like, what do you need a balloon for? I'll go buy you something cool. Grand balloons are free, oh. and like a quick, a quick hit of appeasement. Okay, The Incredibles. <laughs> These are probably struggles that so far off the Bob Parr and Helen go through with their well, children so since their parents. So we always kind of you know. Uh, is there anything about the movie you don't like? No. I don't think there is for me either. I was trying to pinpoint, like, a, a scene or two. Actually, I do. I don't like the name Jack-Jack, okay? Why? I don't know why. Jack-Jack's cute. Jack-Jack. I mean, they could have just named him Jack. Well, I'm sure his name is Jack, but Jack-Jack is, like, a pet name. You don't have pet names for your kids. Yeah, J- J- Jilly Bean. No, that's, like, her nickname, not pet Nickname, name. that's what I meant. Nickname. <laughs> Poor choice of words, Okay. You know what I meant. Um, I'm sure Jack Jack's like a nickname, you know? Okay, Same I thing. hope. Da- his name is Dashel, not Dash. Oh, f- fuck those parents for naming your son Dashel. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was something I didn't like. Not really. I can't think of anything. It all flows. Yeah, it flows really well. God, what amazing drugs were the Pixar people on from like 95 to like 2010, 11? Right whenever Cars 2 came out. Hmm. And then it just became about money. Like, just breaking down stories to a fucking T and getting it all... Well, this is something that Brad Bird had wanted to do for a while and finally got the chance to do it. Um, you know, balancing work and family, really hmm. what is what it's about, which is something everyone can relate to I read some things, for the most part. Like, I can visualize Brad Bird and see, like... like oh, yeah, that he's supposed to be Syndrome. syndrome. But also, like, I can see how, like, he could be... And I can see how, like, a lot of the Pixar guys, like, they have great reputations, but I can see all of them being a little bit, like, disciplinarian and, like, too much and, like, just a little... That also is based off of a series of sketches we did in college about John Laster being the absolute most insane, psychopathic human being on the face of the planet. Um, Hey. Hey, Brad. How's it going? Hey, Brad. We miss you. Our our oldest child, Our oldest child, Brad Hurst. Yeah, we hope you're having fun, uh... Wherever you um, are. He doesn't speak to us anymore. He's <laughs> he rebellious. Empty he, nest. <laughs> empty nest. That's why, we, that's why we had another baby. Yeah. He doesn't appreciate us. Um, oops, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I was just trying to be nice. 
Yes. Why are you waking her up? Oh, like that's gonna help. Screeching screech. Um. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I. I, I, I Here's uh, something else I noticed. So things I want to point out uh, that we always try to we always like forget, but I try to bring up every time I remember them. Uh, great soundtrack. Or yeah, great score. really great. Not really a soundtrack. Good score. Good score. Only one that didn't win or get nominated um, in that category, actually. What do you mean? For soundtrack, for Oscar, for Pixar movies. They always have a song that's... Oh, well, yeah, they, but they didn't have, like, an original song for this. Right, song. but I'm saying, like... Yeah, which I, which helps to be kind of, you know, a superhero movie. Like, yeah. You know, bat, like the old Batman movies used to have... Uh, I just did an update on my iPod, and for no reason, I'll get getting off subject. I put fucking Bat Dance on the iPod. You ever, have you ever listened to Bat Dance by Prince? No, we could do it after. It's fucking insane. Get back on top. Like You're going to have so much editing to do on no, no, this No, this episode. is all staying in. This is, just, this is what happens when we're, we're punchy at 6.30 in the afternoon recording. Um, also, I like that the movie is fucking shot like a movie. Like, the one yeah. thing, like, there's a scene where they're listening to the police scanner, and, like, the camera's, like, moving, like, uh, with the conversation. I'm like, mm-hmm. there was no need to do that. It's an animated film. Yeah, but they but did it. But it just shows the expertise that you get with Brad Bird specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and I have yet to see a bad Brad Bird movie, because apparently we have not watched Tomorrowland. Um, but everything else he's ever done has been Good. We spot liked on it. and yeah. I've enjoyed. So it just shows... His attention. Uh, do you have a favorite part of the movie? Well, I have a few favorite parts. Okay, yeah. A few favorite lines. I mean, I think like the most iconic scenes, like the "Where's my super suit?" Where's scene. my super suit? Ah, uh, that that seems great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the uh, when syndrome, like the families together in syndrome. Finds out that like they got mm-hmm. married and then they had kids. Mm-hmm. I like that scene, and um, I like the scenes with Jack Jack. Jack Jack. And it was so funny because they're doing like during it, like when they're feeding him and stuff, and she's making the faces, and we're doing it too because we know that that's actually how it is now. Yeah. And the attention to details with that whole thing of like then like feeding him, and then like when she's cleaning the house and he's picking up, like it just. I just really appreciated the attention to detail in this movie more so now when I see it. I mean, how many times have I seen this movie? I've seen this movie dozens of times. And uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Action sequences and animated oh. movies are fucking perfect. So the first scene where, like, uh, you see Dash and Violet like, using their powers. Oh, that's great. Like him running on the water and, like, every action. The scene where Elastigirl is, like, in the... And she's stuck in all the different doors. Oh, that that's great. Oh, see, I like that so scene. Good. I like that scene a lot too. They're also good. Yeah, um, I like. I also like the scene, um, when he's going to the wedding, like driving. Oh, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. very beginning. And he gets and, stopped like, by the stopped by the lady and, the and then this and then yeah. Bomb voyage. I hate you. Bomb voyage. It's supposed it. to be bomb pairing young, but they wouldn't give him the rights. <laughs> Whatever. Um... MVP and LVP. Let's discuss. Okay. I'm kind of open for suggestion. Normally, I kind well, of have a. Normally, I'm gonna put my uh, my. Flag L- can in we the do ground. LVP? Because I know LVP. Uh, LVP love- is that fucking boyfriend, that guy that Violet likes. Oh, Tom. 
or whatever his name was. Whatever. I had a couple LVP nominees. Like, like, they're not LVPs. Everyone... Alright, so Edna is overrated. I don't think she's overrated. I think Edna's overrated. I do not think she's I, overrated. I've never been a big Edna fan. She's I, Brad she's Bird. Not, I know she's Brad Bird. She's not the LVP because it's overall like a good performance, but everyone always saying, oh my god, Edna's like, so funny. Like I've been like, okay... Because also it's offensive that Brad Bird is that voice. <laughs> like, you could have gotten a sweet little old lady to do it. Go back, I was like, go back, I was like, we're not done. Well, they tried to, but I think the problem was that it was so good. I don't think it's offensive. I get it, I get it. So she's not the LVP, but I wanted, or he's not the LVP as the she. But I wanted to point that out. Um, I thought it was going to be Violet at first, because I thought Violet was kind of, like, irritating. But, like, after watching it this time... She grew on me, and I, also I, did, I thought, I didn't know it was like a 40-year-old woman mm-hmm. yeah. from like NPR. Um, and there was one other person I was going to nominate. I don't remember who it was. Mm, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, we can give it to that guy for his shitty puberty voice. Because again, there's not really anybody else. Um... Uh, we were talking about Jack Jack and we were talking about annoying voices. Also, uh, what the Blu-ray still did have was the uh, the short Jack Jack Attack, mm-hmm. which is basically like a, a, a four minute deleted scene extra on like what actually happens when With Jack him Jack and the babysitter Kari, which is fucking it's one of my favorite shorts. It is hilarious um, and it terrifies me uh, because uh, like I'm a, I'm convinced that one day I'm gonna be home alone with Jillian. And she's just gonna burst into flames and, like, yeah. floating around yeah. the house. that's what's gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to John Ratzenberger as well. The Underminer! Yeah. Oh, you know who, uh, it was actually Tony, not Tom. Uh, it looks to be, possibly, uh, Brad Bird's son. Because his name's Michael Bird. So, is that who we're going with? I... Uh, yeah. Okay. That works for me. Yeah, I really don't have anybody yeah, else. Yeah, he's the oldest son. Yeah, I don't have anybody else. It definitely wasn't Wallace Shawn. That was a terrible Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable. Shawn. Hold on. Here we go. It's like Gilbert Goffrey trying to do a Wallace Shawn. <laughs> Gilbert Goffrey with his balls in a bear trap. <laughs> oh, can somebody please help me? Yeah, no, you're My balls are in a bear trap. Why am I talking like this now? What is going on? Okay, hold on. I can do a Wallace Shawn. I believe in myself. I got this. Give me a Wallace Shawn line. Like, give me, like, a Rex line. I don't like confrontations! Nope, okay, don't have one. Never mind. That was terrible. And you woke up the baby. She was already awake. Hi, Jilly! What do you have to say about The Incredibles, baby girl? She most of it. Yeah, she did. She was up and watched it. How'd you like it? She like it, I... Um, all right, so where's the cards? You have to get the cards out. Uh, they're in there. I'll write it down after. Okay. Um, so Tony, uh, not Tony, uh, Michael Bird is the only people incredible. MVP. I like a lot of people. I do too. Um, what are you feeling here? What are you thinking? Well, I originally chose this movie because of Samuel L. Jackson. He's great. And he's great. He's but then not the MVP. He should be. He's not. He could be. Why? Why is he not? Not enough. Not enough to do. Um, he's good in the three scenes that he's in. I love the. I just want a drink of water. And of course, where's my super suit? But 
ultimately, it's just it's Samuel Jackson. Like it's you know it, it's there are there are people that are better. There are people that are better in this movie. I have three. I'm right off the top of my head. Okay, who? The three people who I have better are Jason Lee. Jason Lee was really good. Uh, Holly Hunter. Uh, yeah, she was really good, but I hate Holly Hunter. Look, Holly Hunter's not my cup of tea. Like, So I, she's not on your list? No, I'm not talking about that. I don't fuck someone for their voice. Um, then I think you're doing it wrong. If I fucked someone for their voice, then Gilbert Godfrey would be on the list for story alone! She didn't cry. That's encouraging. Um, she fell back asleep. And Spencer Fox, the kid that does the voice for Dash. Mm. Would be my three. I love Craig T. Nelson. Look, coach for life. Fuh-fuh for life. Um, and I, he's a great choice for Mr. Incredible, but he's not the MVP. He just... There's something very straightforward, straightforward and normal about him. Um, Holly Hunter is the emotional core of the movie. Jason Lee has always been a good villain. I mean, um, he's a great villain. Uh, it's also encouraging to hear Jason Lee not as Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks, which is the last time we had him on this podcast. Yeah, definitely. And he has like two or three just badass line deliveries. Yeah, I mean, his line deliveries are fucking dope. I, I mean, really good, I mean. Um, and Dash has such, like, that kid is perfect for the energy and and the funnier moments of Dash and the energy and yeah. everything. So I'm fine with any of the three. I mean, I think it would be between Elastigirl and, and Buddy because they had the most to burden, the most to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm ultimately fine with with either. I wish my I do have a minor complaint like Syndrome's a badass villain but I feel like they kind of short sheet him a little bit because like when the yes and no because like when the the Omnidroid or whatever is like learning and is like trying to take him out and he's like basically being a little girl about it like and he's like shrieking and like whatever else Mm -hmm. it's like okay yeah that's what he wasn't made up to be a superhero and like he's not prepared but I don't know it just feels like I'd rather him still be a little bit more badass well, um, I think the whole same point thing is when he goes out via cape, which this movie does a great job of setting everything up. It really Monologging does. capes. Yeah, it really know, does. Jack Jack having no powers, like everything you don't expect uh, happens, and it never feels. Uh, it, it doesn't feel set up. Or set up. Right. It doesn't feel set up, but they do a great mm-hmm. job of giving you that backstory for that payoff. Um, yeah. I think that. Syndrome was never supposed to be a badass. He's never supposed to be a badass. He's Not this badass, kid yeah, who yeah. invented this and is trying to out-super the actual supers. Which is also another good Oh, uh, that, that line, I think for that line alone, I think he's going to have to be the MVP. Because the delivery of that line, you know, is when everyone's super, then no oh, one will be. Yeah. And just like the way he says it. And also, like, yeah, I'm fine with Jason Lee because, uh, because Holly yeah. Hunter... She, I could see that, like, they made Elastigirl without a top lip, too. In the ouch, animation. Jesus. She has such a great emotional weight to this. Um, and she seems just like, she seems, like, listening to her, she sounds like a fucking superhero mom. I don't know what it is, but she just carries herself, like, it the entire film. Yeah. Um, but Jason Lee is... I think he just, he one step above. Out. Yeah. Uh, so I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Lee is joining a very short list here on Merited Movies 
as a MVP and LVP. I believe that list is him, Dom DeLuise, that's how she says Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Jilly Dom DeLuise. Jilly, hey Dom DeLuise. Rich Camelucci. <laughs> um, do I have those marked here? How do I have those marked? Do I? I do. Uh, they are uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh huh. Dom DeLuise. Uh huh. Dare rip this piece of paper, Jenny. Okay. And I Get think it. that actually is it. Is that it? I thought we had another one. For what? MVP and LVP. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I thought we had one more. Get it, get it, Jilly, get it. Jillian, I swear to God. Do it. No! <laughs> you scared her. You can't have my paper. It's my papers. I have a mark down here, too, Dom. Yeah, I think he's the third. Yeah, that looks to be it. Yep. So Pierce Brosnan, Dom DeLuise, and now Jason Lee. Are are um, married to the movies Grand Slammers, <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Everybody else I like. Everyone's good. Um, uh, Elizabeth Pena. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. She drank her poor self to death. I know, but she's um, she she she's was a good. good mirage. Mirage. I like uh, Bud Lucky. Uh, he's a guy who um, is the government agent. Uh, oh yeah, he did a good job. Who also is the voice behind the the short on this movie, Bounden. Not my favorite short. Not my favorite short no. at all. Actually, like when it started, like neither one of us remembered it. And then we're like, oh. I like, like the attitude behind it. I like him in it, but it's like the story, you know, of the jackalope and the sheep and stuff. It doesn't. It just doesn't, doesn't meet do the standards me. of these Pixar shorts. Yeah. They they've set such a high bar now. Now, like when we go to the movies and see them, that. Looking back at some of the earlier ones, it's just mm-hmm. no comparison. Yep. Um, yeah. And of course, we, 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 I reference him, but Wallace Shawn is always fun to hear in a movie. Um, it's good to see him in... He is. is he in anything else besides Toy Story and The Incredibles? Like, you have a lot of regulars in this. So you have, of course, you have John Ratzenberger, but you also have um, Wallace Shawn in it. You have uh, Bud Lucky, who uh, is the clown in Toy Story 3. He's um, a couple other, like, characters. Um, you have, like, voices that are, you know, familiar. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. What else on The Incredibles? What are you expecting for the sequel? I don't think there's any word yet. I'm like... What the story is it going to be like? I think it's supposed to pick off, pick up exactly where this one left I'm off. Fi- I'm totally fine. With I'm that. totally cool with that, and I'm also like I'm cool with that. I don't know if I'm cool if it's another fifteen years later and like Jack Jack's grown up. Like I don't I know. The sequel will start quote a minute after the end of the first oh, one. Oh, perfect. So it's literally like the Underminer is like what starts the movie. Off. Okay, so perfect. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. That that's good. Yeah. Uh, the one thing is they're gonna the there's gonna be a new dash because the kid grew up. So. He's twenty four years old. So. So yeah, he's kind of not gonna be able. But know. the forty year old woman can still be the forty violet. Yes, yes, that's how that works. Um. Did we put trivia on this? I'm trying to remember. Also, something we've been forgetting a while. What questions do you have for Brad Bird? I mean, why is your head so long? 
I mean, Why are you being so mean to people's appearances in this thing? I had a stroke at the beginning Good of the show. Lord. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you, why is your face objective from having a stroke? <laughs> um, there was something I saw. I forget what it was. Oh, I know what it was. I think it was like Jason Lee recorded all of his lines in like four days, where Craig T. Nelson had to do his over the span of like two years. Wow. <laughs> I like, wonder Craig T. Nelson wasn't as good as Jason Lee. He was fucking pissed <laughs> he off. He was tired as fuck. Uh, do this again? Fucking hell. He was tired. No, what would I ask Brad Bird? Um, I guess, why did he make the choice to do, like, three kids? Or, like, a girl, a boy, and a boy? You know, like, like was there any particular purpose behind that decision? Or did he just do it, just to do it? Are they really? Wow, fuck. So Mr. Incredible's the thing. Elastigirl is Mr. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Dash is the Human Torch, even though Human Torch isn't, like, super fast. No, but Jack-Jack is, like, oh, true. fire. The, the Human and Torch. Then, um, Violet Parson. Invisible Girl. Story, yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Brad Bird. I was gonna ask, what's your favorite superhero? And probably Fantastic Four. Yeah. Or Watchmen. What, if you could have a superpower, I don't we've, know. We've done this before. Have we? What, we'll, what was it that you said, like telekinesis or Yeah, been able to read telepathy. thoughts. I mean, I'll take them all. Like, <laughs> I have I'll super, have super strength. What uh, would you want Jillian to have? Like, uh-huh. if we were a super family. Because, like, also the thing with this is, like, they all benefit each other. Like, their powers and stuff. Right. I would what like would you want, like have the ability to have scentless poops. I think I would second that. Yeah, scentless poops. Uh, the ability to talk already. To crawl really fast. If you don't want that power, sorry. Um, also, the ability to... Not kick you in the face. Not kick me in the jaw. Uh, Jillian! She would always be happy and never cry and never disrupt my sleep in any situation. Doesn't that sound good? It sound like fun, Jilly? Welcome back to the podcast, Sweaty Back. Say hi, Jilly. I'm bringing Sweaty back. Uh, These other babies don't know how to act. Have we talked about my dad jokeness yet? And how I'm devolving into the lamest motherfucker known to man. Jilly's daddy lame. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you answer me? No! It's true. You are your dad joke miss has really it's 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 like I thought dad jokes are bad, but your dad jokes are really bad. Jilly, no, you like my joke. She likes it. Jilly, can you laugh for everyone on the podcast? Boo She said fuck you dad. Help me out here. Come on. Hey. Hi Jilly. I'm the straight man. You be I'm Costello, you're Abbott. Jillian. Hi. Dumb. dumb. <laughs> That's what she just called me, dumb. You called daddy dumb. The other she said dung. <laughs> you called daddy poop. Poop. Hey. Alrighty. We're now we're just talking to the baby and we're still recording. These poor people that are listening to this are like, these, these, they're off their fucking rockers. Um, it's been a long week. She just looked at me like such an adult. Like she just had this posture and she looked at me and we're like, I seriously saw her as 12 years old. Well, she wouldn't be an adult when she's 12. Yeah, you should be an advanced adult. Anything else in The Incredibles? Jilly, what'd you think? She liked it. You liked she was, it? She was pretty quiet the whole time. She was watching it pretty yeah. intently. That's why I was like, let's never watch it, because normally we watch movies, she doesn't, but anything animated or colorful, she's all about. So. Right. 
So it's, it was it was a good decision there. It was very. I mean, look, it's a great movie. I love it. Um, it, it's classic, and it's one that you can always just put on and pick up and. I, I can't it's enjoyable. Can't overstate like this is probably one of the happiest film experiences I had in theaters. Like, yeah, it was the first like animated movie like as I was older and like really getting into movies that I had watched. So like it made me realize like man like I can still enjoy animated films because now they're making them at such a high level. And I was all in like I remember when she's like going into the the base like like the music blasting and like I'm like yes this is. Just like it was watching watching any other superhero movie or any other action movie, I was so all in and invested. So yeah, this one's one of my favorites. Anything else? No, I think that you covered it. I mean, it's great. It's classic, and it's one of the best Pixar movies. Score time. I go first. It was your nomination. I hate to. I hate to. Thank you for giving her this bottle as we finish to record. She's now going to get water everywhere. And no, it's it. empty. I didn't give her one with water. Well, talk quickly and finish it so she doesn't crinkle it on the For me, it is a 10. For me, it's a 10. So we add it to the box, which now includes of the, uh, this will be the seventh perfect 10 movie we've had on the podcast. The third Disney movie we've had. Are we biased much? No, I don't think we're biased, but they make good shit. They know that they know their shit's good. I mean, they know what they're doing. They we know have, what they're doing. So they have, really do. We have three kids movies. This would be the second superhero movie, and then we only have like three like true true like. What's small small one on the end? Schindler's List. Most recent one, right? Schindler's List. So um, I think we already have an Incredibles pin, so I'd have to find it on the wall and take it down. Mm-hmm. A lot of bunch of pins today again uh, online. A lot of really good ones. Jared like great. So I'm going to have to put some more up on them. But, um, all right, Incredibles, going in, going on the wall. Our seventh Perfect Ten film out of 100 and, I think, 60-some podcasts. Yeah, I don't know what number we are at this point. I don't know. I don't I keep don't track. But um, it's my turn to nominate. Yes, and I get to decide. So. Yes. So, Great. My uh, least favorite thing, making decisions. Yes. Uh, so we are... Uh, we're cutting it close in terms of this time of year, so I'm doing this now, and we just got to hope that we'll be drawn out of the box and everything surrounding this allows us to go up the week it needs to go up, but it is pod slam season. So, of course, just like, yeah, just like last year, we were unable to go to pod slam, but I still like us to be able to contribute for the week of pod slam and having a wrestling-related film to uh, to air. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm doing is I'm nominating two films uh-huh. that uh, feature wrestlers. Like features wrestling or wrestlers, wrestlers. as that? Last oh, time okay. made wrestling. This one just with wrestlers. But neither one being The Rock. Da, da, da. Why? <laughs> because... Why? Because, That's not fair. Because it's just not the same. So, uh, I'm nominating... Roddy Piper in They Live. Okay. And Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. <laughs> you ever seen Suburban Commando? No. It is... So this. So last year we did No Holds Barred, another Hulk Hogan movie. Uh, they Live. Keep it, it up. They Live is one of the like greatest cult like horror movies of all time. Yeah, I don't like horror movies. Yeah, and Roddy Piper is a bomb so in it. So why did I pick Suburban Commando? <laughs> it's a Christopher Lloyd in it. 
I love Chris Shelley Winters. It's actually got strangely a very good cast. <laughs> they all have one. I think Michael Ironside is in it too. They like, all have one. It's an amazing cast, but then Hulk Hogan's shitty acting is all over it. So that'll be out uh, the week of Podslam. That podcast will air on September 21st. Because Podslam is September 23rd from when you're hearing this just about five short weeks away. Holy crap. Arcadeaudio.net slash Podslam is where you can go to uh, buy tickets. $15 gets you in for half the day, $20 all day. Um, proceeds going to Connor's Cure, Pediatric Cancer Research through the V Foundation and WWE. Help us meet our goal of $3,500 this year. We get to $5,000. Old host mullet's head goes shaven bald. You can donate right now from when we're recording this. We already, uh, already got $120 in the bank. Um, so we're already well on our way, um, and it could be even more by the time you're hearing this. We are accepting donations right then and there. Um, all kinds of fun stuff, great podcasts. Movie-wise, our friends at Alcoholywood will be uh, doing the movie stuff up there. Uh, check them out, uh, as like as us as well, on iTunes. Uh, and also, Yay! Bad Movies for the third straight year are going to be there doing a wrestling-related movie. They actually did They Live last year, so I felt bad like copying them, so I'm glad you didn't think They Live. So why'd you nominate it? Well, because I, I haven't seen it in a very long time, I and mean, you probably have never seen it, and I want to talk about chewing bubblegum and kicking ass and getting right. out of bubblegum. My expectations for Suburban Commando is a three. That's totally fair. Okay. I will say, Suburban Commando, compared to No Holds Barred, Suburban Commando is like a family comedy action movie. Oh, great. It's not No Holds Barred where like it's like taking itself fucking seriously. Is it still good? No. But I guarantee you there's going to be one part you're going to fucking love. And I'll, I'll give you this hint. It involves The Undertaker. Okay, great. Who's in the movie. Suburban Commando is part of the reason why The Undertaker got his job. Good. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I think uh, we talked Twitter, uh, patreon.com slash arcade audio to support the podcast every single month. Meredithmovies at gmail.com. Send us help. What is that Mental. Mean? Whenever you're hearing this, just please give us your recommendations for psychiatrists, money for the baby, um... Babysitting services, guns. Um, we'll take any guns you have. Um, People must think. Crack cocaine. Something. I've heard that stuff's good. People must think something. No, we're a very happy family. and We love each other and we have a lot of fun doing this. So thanks for listening and putting up with us. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Meredith Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the Yay. movies. Hey, he can't talk over my lines. Say it again, Chris. Now they didn't hear you. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Meredith Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Hey, Randy Quaid, stop interrupting the lines. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Meredith Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Good job, Jilly. Hey, three take Jilly. That's her pet name. Here's a story on how strange is life with its changes, and it happened not long ago. On a high mountain plain where the sagebrush arranges a playground south of the snow, lived a lamb with a coat of remarkable sheen. It would glint in the sunlight all sparkly and clean, such a source of great pride that it caused him to preen. And he'd break out in high step and dance. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.